This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Friends, I am so excited about this episode. I can't even put it into words. Sure, I'm trying to hook you a little bit with the title of today's episode, but I promise it's for a good reason. Because as we get older, the the more responsibilities we have. And with these increased responsibilities, you know, the more stress we have. It's it's a ripple effect. And who the hell said adulting was fun? <laughs> they lied. They lied to us. But no, today I'm so excited about this because this topic is so near and dear to to my heart. And it's probably a topic that you don't necessarily, you know, want to even listen to. You might even roll your eyes at, but please, 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 please give it a chance. This is going to be a shorty today. So I I do know that all too often people do say, hey, we have the same 24 hours. You know, you just need to need it. You just need to want it enough in order for it to happen. And you know, whatever bullshit people say. But here's the thing. We do not all have the same 24 hours. Because let's get real, saying that we all have the same 24 hours is a huge slap in the face for the person with two to four kids or someone who has to work two to three jobs just to pay their rent and feed their family. So no, we do not have the same 24 hours. However, we can try our damnest to optimize the 24 hours that we each do have in order to help ourselves the most. And the first step in this process is to deregulate our nervous systems. Because with that, you know, aforementioned stress and responsibilities and all of that other bullshit that we have to deal with day in and day out, that can increase the stressors in our life. So this first step is, again, it's to deregulate our nervous systems. Deregulating our nervous systems is our attempt at at basically trying to bring our bodies down from a sympathetic state, which is, you know, as a flight or fl- a fight or flight type of state, down to a parasympathetic state. And that's also known as the, uh, you might know it as the rest and digest state. And that's when our bodies can recover more optimally from the stress. You know, sure, you live in a sympathetic state, more often than you realize. And I think that that's a key to recognizing is that you may not realize how much you are living your life in a sympathetic state, in a stressed out state, because you might not necessarily feel stressed or you might think, Jen, I'm a chill person. I am cool, calm, and collected 24-7. Nothing ruffles my feathers. And honestly, I mean, if you have bills to pay, if you have a mortgage to pay, if you have kids to feed, if you have responsibilities, if you have a job, if you have deadlines, if you have a health issue, if you have a parent who's having a health issue, if you have a kid who's having a health issue, if you have a dog that's having a health issue, these things are stressors. Not to mention, if you're not sleeping optimally every night, that is also a stressor. So if you've answered yes to any of those things that I just listed, I know I I answered yes to quite a few things on that list, then you are technically probably living in more of a sympathetic state more often than you realize. So sure, I, I, we all know you're not being hunted by lions and T-Rexes in Jurassic Park, but also those notifications on your phone, 
And like I mentioned earlier, the bills that you have to pay, the deadlines at work, all of this stuff adds up. Now, the good news, because I don't want to be a Debbie Downer this whole episode, is that there are dozens, if not hundreds, of ways to deregulate ourselves into the parasympathetic state. But I'm going to start by sharing just one, one simple way that you can get into this parasympathetic state. That's a mouthful. <laughs> one way that you can get into this parasympathetic sympathetic state today. Durka durka. Okay, so enter the magic of 90-90 breath work. This is a really popular recovery breath work, or at least I want to make it freaking popular as hell. It's just popular with a handful of us that work with a certain, you know, PT and things like that. Um, but I want to make it popular. I want to encourage you to try it. And it's not scary, so let's dive in. 90-90 breath work is just one tool that can increase your recovery. It can improve your adaptation to training stimulus. And I mean, hell, it can just simply improve your damn mood when stress is high. And if you don't believe me, then I dare you to try it for a few weeks and find out for yourself. Now I'm going to outline how you actually do it, just so you can kind of follow along and, you know, maybe do it while listening to me. So ideally, this will be performed after your training session or after a stressful event in your day. <laughs> Okay, Jen, there's like dozens of stressful events. Just pick a time, just pick a time during the day. If you are in a stressful environment um, or you're, you have a stressful job, especially for those of you working in healthcare right now, you might even benefit from doing this on your lunch break or even just before your training or biking or whatever session because it can also help deregulate before you hit the stressors in your training. So do it either after your training or if you're a particularly stressed uh, stressed individual or in a stressful environment, then do it before your training as well as after. That will be really great. And I promise you, it will only take about three to five minutes. Even a minute can help, okay? So first, set yourself up on the floor, laying down on your back. Next, you're going to elevate your feet by bending your knees or bending your legs at your knees bringing your legs temporarily up to your chest for a moment, and then you're going to rest your feet flat against the wall. Ideally, if you have a bench or an ottoman or even a medicine ball that you can rest your legs on so you can relax even more, that would be even better. But your knees will technically be in a little bit of a 90 degree angle, hence the name 90-90. Now next, place your arms next to you at 90 degrees um, angled out at your elbows, kind of like you're putting your hands up in the air. So palms are going to be facing the ceiling or the sky. Your backs of your hands will be against the floor or the ground. And you're bent at your elbows, kind of like you're putting your hands up, uh, like you're going to stretch, but you're not going to stretch your arms fully out. Instead, you're going to bend them at 90 degrees at the elbows. Okay. Ideally, you can also take this a step further, much like your legs resting on something. You can actually rest your forearms and elbows onto, I don't know, towels, blankets, whatever, rolled up, and that will actually help get your arms above heart level. And this can help with lymphatic flow and really just relaxing you. Try it. I know it sounds kind of hippy-dippy, but give it a try because it really does make a big difference. From here, you're in the correct body position. Now, I just want you to breathe in a relaxing manner. 
Now, I'm not too picky here because most of us don't pay any attention to our breathing anyways, so this is a nice and easy way to start doing this. Now, the biggest thing to focus on with your breath is to make the exhalation longer than your inhalation. That is what will relax you the most and therefore trigger a parasympathetic response. So what I usually recommend is to aim for a two to five second inhale, whatever's comfortable for you. Don't force it. Again, this is a relaxing breath. Don't force the breath. So aim for a two to five second inhalation, pause for a moment after you inhale, and then follow that with a longer exhale, maybe about five to 10 seconds. Then perform this series for about three to five minutes, just repeating the breath over and over. Of course, you can do this longer or shorter, but try to at least take three to five breaths for crying out loud (laughs) because, you know, you have time for three to five breaths. Maybe you think you don't have time for three to five minutes, but if you think that you don't have time for three to five minutes, then chances are you need to actually do this for five to 10 minutes. Uh, This reminds me of a saying that my, my Zen instructor, well, really my Zen, um, confidant, uh, told me in college and Sandy was his name. Uh, Shout out to North Carolina Zen Center in Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Uh, you all helped me survive (laughs) college, but, um, Sandy would sit with me and tell me, you know, Jen, if you're feeling stressed because of school and, and work and everything like that, and you feel like you can't even meditate for 30 minutes, then you need to meditate for an hour. (laughs) And I still think about that to this day because it's true. If, If you feel like you don't have time to do something, then that's all the more reason for you to actually do it. And this isn't meant to sound like a guilt or anything like that, but it does put things in perspective, or at least it did put things in perspective for me. And hopefully this is going to bring it into perspective for you. Because if you feel, if you feel like you don't have three to five minutes to downregulate your system after training, the chances are you need to probably deregulate even more than that. But let's just start there. Even if you just do three to five breaths, I don't care. I think we all have time for three to five breaths because here's the thing. With breath work, it's something that you're already doing because you have to breathe in order to survive. Last time I checked. So why not intentionally use your breath as an effort for you to chill out, to relax, to help yourself recover and perform better? I think that most of you listening today are, you know, athletes yourself or are seeking to perform better at whatever sport is your sport. And this is the simplest way to do that. Even if you're not a performer or you don't consider yourself an athlete, if you're a human and you're experiencing stress, then this is going to be a great tool for you to for you to really implement into your day. Now, I will go ahead and also add that you can also listen to some chill music or, I don't know, a meditation mix that you like when you do this, but it's not a great time to listen to any screamer music or music that might elevate your blood pressure or just make you feel angsty. So definitely make sure it's, it's just music that'll chill you out, okay? And preferably if it doesn't have any lyrics, that would be even better. You know, if it's just music itself and just tones and and sounds, that would be incredibly ideal. So this is such a simple way 
to tap into your parasympathetic response. I'm having a really hard time with that freaking word. Uh, but it's, it's the easiest thing, literally. This is the easiest and simplest thing that you can do on the daily to see a drastic improvement over time. So instructions here are to try, try this for a few weeks and let me know how it goes for you because I would love to hear. Either, you know, respond on my Instagram, DM me, I don't care, whatever you want, you can slide in my DMs, but give this a try, but give it a few weeks and definitely give it a few more, give it a few tries because I know sometimes folks, especially if you have asthma or if you have vocal cord dysfunction like I do, it's one of those things where it can be a little bit weird to focus on your breath at first and sometimes that can also create anxiety, but this is meant for you to just chill the hell out because again, you you have to breathe. So just focus on elongating the exhalation a little bit more and just focus on that for, like I said, like three to five breaths and just see how that feels. But chill out, lay down on the ground and just, you know, relax, relax. I appreciate you so, so very much. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, share it on the, all the socials and stay tuned for next week. If you're interested in learning more about the nutrition side of things or about my periodized programming for mountain bikers called Tread Strong, this is the program that I do myself, then please join my email list using the link in the show notes. I will definitely keep you updated for the upcoming launch of the Tread Strong program in the fall, as well as the Moderation 365 for mountain bikers program that I'm releasing late this year to start in 2022 to get that year started off with a bang. I'm so excited about both of these programs because honestly, you know, I do the Shred Strong program myself, love it. I get great results, even if I just do 15 minutes or 20 minutes of the actual session for times that I'm really limited with time and effort and energy. Um, I love it. And oh man, I just love hearing how my clients are PRing and just, gosh, I mean, hell, a lot of them are even podiuming at races. I mean, they are just kicking ass and taking names. And I'm just... So stoked for them because they show up for themselves regularly. So I would love that for you, friends. But for now, have a beautiful day. And please, please take a damn rest day by relaxing with your breath.